0: Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, Sad, Confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Anthony Mackie on the future of Captain America, his love of Star Wars and ghosts. Hey guys, I'm Josh Harowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. And yes, we have a returning guest on the pod today. It is Anthony Mackie. Mr. Captain America himself, I always have lively chats with Anthony, this one is no different, it is bananas in the best possible way, you are not going to get a better, I'll I'll just say this, you're not going to get a better Anthony Mackie conversation than what, what I can offer you. I bring out the crazy in him, he brings out the crazy in me, together we got something special, it's a good one today. Uh, before we get to that, other bits and bobs to mention, uh, not much, Not no, no new live events to announce just yet. That being said, we're very close to confirming some. So, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the social media feed, Joshua Horowitz on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, the best place to get the early access, the discount codes, is on the Patreon, patreon.com slash happysadconfused. Make sure to do that. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. That's free. There's no excuse for that, guys. YouTube.com slash joshhorowitz. You can watch all the episodes of Happy Sad Confused there. And plus, I've been mentioning this in recent weeks just because it's really cool. If you don't already, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. Did you know on spotify you can now also watch video versions of podcasts when available including happy seg confused no one's paying me to say this it's just a cool feature so our our spotify numbers are very quickly rising i'm really excited to say so get in on it subscribe to happy seg confused on spotify or wherever you get your your podcasts um just another cool fun way to um you know absorb the content of Happy Sad Confused. And give back if you can it, 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 in the simplest way possible. Give us a rating on iTunes. Give us a, a good review. Spread the good word of this podcast. That is my baby. My baby's not a baby anymore. It's nine years in. Happy Sad Confused. Where'd the time go? All right. Let's talk about the main event today Anthony Mackey. Anthony Mackey. Man. So. This guy is one of the most charismatic human beings on the planet. It is no surprise to me that he is where he is today. He is Captain America, which has been just such a, it's a crazy thing to say, because when I met Anthony probably 12, 13, 14 years ago, he was a consistently solid actor popping up. I mean, he, I think he made his film debut in, all, in, in 8 Mile, actually out of Juilliard, consistently on Broadway, um, TV, film, just a very diverse kind of career. And I think I first met him, as I recall, at the Toronto Film Festival for a film that was getting a lot of buzz at the time called The Hurt Locker. The crazy thing to think about is The Hurt Locker did not come out, I think, for, I think for 14 months. I think it premiered around September and it didn't come out until like the following December. Um, And I I will never forget that because I remember seeing that movie and being like, what's up? Why is this taking so long? But they sat on it and they took their time and, you know, it launched Anthony. It it launched Jeremy Renner. uh, It brought Catherine Bigelow back into the fore where she belongs, one of our great filmmakers. And ever since then, Anthony has um, had one of the most interesting, diverse careers going, including front and center in the Marvel Universe now. It's his time to shine. He is Captain America. He is about to start production on, I believe it's called Captain America New World Order. So excited for him. Uh, And he is producing a lot. He might direct soon. Just all good things. And he's a maniac. And I mean that in the best way. You're going to hear it in this conversation. Huge personality. He makes me laugh. I make him laugh. We have a really fun dynamic that goes back years. And um, I'm really proud of the fact that we have this relationship that's continued. And I think you're gonna feel feel the love, and the kinship and the friendship and the fun in this chat. He's promoting a new really fun movie that's on Netflix as of this Friday, February 24th. It's called We Have a Ghost. It's him, it's David Harbour, speaking of people that I love. Um, Suitable for the whole family, Uh, supernatural, action, comedy, works uh, in all the ways that you want something like this to work. So check it out on Netflix. No excuses. It's right there for you as of this Friday. And yeah, this conversation, we talk about that film, of course. We talk about Captain America stuff, a lot of juicy, fun stuff in there. We talk about his love of Star Wars, about his belief in the supernatural. We hit it all, guys. We cover all the bases. Um, All right, so let's get right to the main event. Remember, as always, review, rate, and subscribe to Happy Sad Confused. Drop us a good review on iTunes. Leave us a a nice five-star review. Spread the good word. Follow me on social media, uh, Joshua Horowitz on Twitter and Instagram you know what to do here is the main event get ready it's me and the one and only anthony Mackie. anthony a three-time guest on the podcast he's just a in for punishment welcome back man it's good to see you buddy
1: it's good to see you man you look great look like you've been working out
0: you see here's the thing i know your trick by now we've known each other too oh. long
1: Look at that chiseled chin. Look at that, dude. I mean, you look, you're looking good.
0: Here's the reality. I actually have, I actually have lost a little weight and I am in shape, but you've been saying that to me for 15 years when I haven't been in shape. So it's worthless to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on to you finally. (laughs) So wait, 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 before we got started, you mentioned something about a bar mitzvah history. Should we just get right to the main event, the the headline here?
1: It's the funniest story of all time. I'll give you the abridged version, okay? Okay. So, 2005, I'm in Toronto shooting a movie. I'm staying at the Hyatt. I come down. I ask the lady where the gym is. I'm in a tank top and shorts. She goes, "Walk all the way to the end of the hall. Make a right. Go through the double doors, and you'll see the gym." So I walk down the, You know, I'm listening to my music. I go through the double doors, and there's like 200 kids in shiny suits. And yarmulkes this kid on stage and all these dads and the kid on stage grabs the microphone and he goes dad you got me papa doc <laughs> he jumps off the stage he runs it's up the to the eight mile themed <laughs> <laughs> he drags me up to the stage he was like come on let's battle I'm like what are you talking about kid? i'm in a tank top and shorts this dude in the audience runs up and shoves a wad of cash in my hand he goes i don't know who you are but you just saved my ass and i was like dude this is amazing so the kid starts rapping like some 13 year old awful rap and then he goes now tell these people something they don't know about me and drops the mic like he had been prepping this the whole day, just
0: in case you never know
1: just you gotta be case. ready Yo, so I'm, I'm kind of a mitzvah
0: legend, man. You, you've been to more mitzvahs than I I was never bar mitzvah. So when I get bar mitzvah, Anthony, will you come in maybe we go, a Captain we gonna America do costume?
1: We're going to do it okay. together.
0: One day we I'll will be a, men I'll... together. We will finally <laughs> become men. <laughs> um, all right, a lot going on with you, as always, my friend. Uh, the new film is We Have a Ghost. It's delightful. It's on Netflix. But I also notice... Like on the IMDb, you have like 12 projects in various stages of development. Are you, are you trying not to spend any time with friends and family or vice versa? What is up with you? Like, where are you at right now, man?
1: No, nah, man. My golden age is, 20, is uh, 55. So at 55, I'm fading yeah. to black. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got to get it all in now. Like I, two, the only two things I do is dad and work. That's the only two things. That's it.
0: Right. But is, is there some, you're joking and you're not joking about the 55 thing, I assume, but is there a sense of like, look, you've been hustling since you left left Juilliard, you've been working solidly straight, but you know, the last five, 10 years, especially, you know, the Marvel stuff helps. Now you've got the juice to produce potentially direct, et cetera, star and stuff. Does it feel like now is the time? Like if I'm not going to do it now, what's, what's the point? I gotta, I gotta capitalize on all this.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, as in, in anything, you have your peak moment, you have your moment where everything comes to fruition and, you know, opportunity meets, you know, uh, determination and education. So it right. all comes right. together. And for me, that's that moment right now. So it, you know, it, it's funny when looking at it, and I'll tell you the specific reason when I see you in person, because I can't okay. say it okay. on camera, but it's it's that, it's that moment now where, you know, I'm, I'm past all of other stuff of trying to prove myself or trying to right. get awards or, you know, trying to, you know, get, be, you know, Denzel's friend. Like, I'm past all that stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, now I just want to focus on the work and do good, diverse, interesting work. And everybody comes to that point in their career. You saw it with Will yeah. Smith. You yeah. saw it with Eddie Murphy. You saw it, yeah. with, you know, yeah. with Robert De Niro, like, you know, Robin Williams. You saw it with all their careers where they got to that point where they're like, you know, I want to do some interesting fun stuff. And that's kind of where I am now. And that's why I did this movie.
0: Was there, was there a film career in particular that when you were starting out or even in the last 10, 15 years, you were like, okay, I'm not going to have their career, but like they're approaching it in the right way. Like that's the way to, to do it because there are different ways to go about it, right? Like, is, is it worth emulating a strategy? Can you be strategic about it?
1: Well, you can be. And from the beginning of my career, I always uh, emulated and followed uh, Don Cheeto and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson has had a very interesting career because it started so late. Yeah. Um, and he was so uh, late into the game before people knew who he was. And, you know, if you look at him and Don Cheeto and Lawrence Fishburne, they really built a resume. They really track their roles. They really like chose roles that showcase them as individuals to put them in a room with other people to give them other roles you know and and when you do it that way i feel like when you're strategic about it it gives you more of an opportunity to be more diverse because i look at acting the way i look at investing like you want to diversify your portfolio right you don't want to put all your chips in action movies you don't want to put all your chips in at&t you know you want to invest in a little bit of everything so you're not put in a position where there's only one thing you can do
0: you haven't put your chips on one part of the career in a while. Uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since you've done theater, right?
1: It was, yeah, 2014.
0: Was, was that a banding in Spokane? Was that the in last one?
1: Spokane. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: he, here's, by the way, to to make it about us for a second. Here's a fork in the road, and I feel like in my life, I remember meeting you, I seeing you backstage at that one, and uh, we had a nice moment as always. And then you invited me to your into your car to like go out on the town for that night, and I, I said I passed. And I feel like if I had gone with you, I'd probably be dead dead right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you literally said I should go home, and I'm like, no, you shouldn't. What do you think I'm gonna do? Come on, get in the car. <laughs>
0: All right. But, okay. We're talking about that diversity of the career and that speaks well to this current project. Okay. Um, because look, you've knocked off a lot of different kinds of films uh, on the resume. Uh, this is new territory. And like, let's not diminish like the, the, the challenge of playing of, of grounding a character like this, a story like this, right? Like, is this in its own way, a challenge for you, even on, if on, on the face of it, it's like, oh, this is kind of easy. He's the dad. He's just playing a guy. Talk to me about like, what's the challenge of we have a ghost for you or what's the excitement?
1: You know, know, the challenge is being when you're when you're a parent, there are certain things that you have to you're learning just as much as your kids are learning, because my kid went from being a baby to a child to now a, a, a teenager. Right. So I want to treat him like he's a child. I want to hug him and kiss him and like sit on the couch and watch scary movies. And I want to do all that stuff with him. But now he's a teenager. So those aren't the needs and desires he has anymore for his father. So the frustration that comes along with that for me are the same frustrations that come along with that for him. So we really had to communicate and relearn uh, each other at this next phase of his life. And that's something with this movie I learned, uh, you know, from Jahi and uh, just reading the, the, the script and talking to Chris Landon about what it is we wanted to convey. Like, I didn't want to just have some, you know, buxom, bruising dad who's, you know, kicking in doors and all this shit. Right. I really wanted to have a dad like I had, a dad who did his best, but at the same time, didn't quite understand those different transitions. You know, it's, it's not yeah. something they give you a baby with a handbook. You know, when right. you have a baby, there's certain things that you got to just figure out as you go. And there's a few months where it's pretty rough in every transition. And then after those months, it clicks, you know, like my yeah. son just yeah. turned 13. We had like six months where it was rough. <laughs> and then about a month ago, I was like, oh, but then by no the time, time you
0: anymore. figure that out, then it's on to the next stage and you're like, oh, shit, exactly. here we go again
1: exactly exactly and it's funny he's had like a nickname for every stage and i realized like he wasn't my buddy anymore now he's my little man you know and once Mm -hmm. once that happens once that that kick in you know it it makes things a lot easier
0: i'm a little upset you always called me your little man and now i find out you call your, your your son your little man too i feel betrayed
1: you're my child
0: you called me you called me worse This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, I generally feel at my best when I'm confronting the issues in my life. I'm not avoiding them. And that's where something like therapy can come into play and can be of help. It's helped many people I know. It's helped me in the past. And it can help you. Because when you're at your best, you can do great things. Sometimes life gets you bogged down. It happens to the best of us. And you can feel overwhelmed. You can feel like you're not showing up for yourself or for others. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you, because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's flexible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and guys, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com/hsc to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, h e l p.com/hsc. Are you getting too big and powerful and strong to play normal human beings? You're not in rock territory, like Arnold territory back in the day, where it's like they would always have to explain why Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing like a kindergarten teacher. Like, how do you – wait, really? But like, I did notice in this, I'm like, that's a big dude. That's a big dude just to be a regular dude. (laughs) Do you have to think about that?
1: No, not at all. I mean, for me, look, no matter how swole or how famous (laughs) or how whatever you become – I think there there are guys that you can look at and emulate and say that's the guy I'm betraying. Like everybody deserves, you know, representation. And I think there's some friends that I have who are massive men, who are just like humble, you know, regular guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. but to to the the visual aspect of it, they're very intimi- intimidating. But when they get outside of that intimidating surroundings, you see they're just regular guys. They just don't fit in chairs, you know? So <laughs> those are the guys. <laughs> I should do a PSA for
0: <laughs> the poor men that can't fit in regular size chairs.
1: Like, hey, man, um, you got a couch because I don't fit in chair. Right.
0: <laughs> Speaking, like, on a more serious note, you mentioned representation. And let's not diminish the fact that, like, the center of this story is a Black family. And in this traditional kind of story, it's not. It's that's, that's just not the case. And it's crazy. We're still, we're still talking about this. Like, this is a novel idea, but this is a Netflix movie. This is a a, a mainstream, like four quadrant. Like everyone should watch this movie and enjoy it. And that has to be factor into it too. And be a source of pride, right? Like we're just a family. (laughs) We're just a family. And I didn't didn't watch a lot of these growing up where a black family was in the center of something like this. Right.
1: No, it is. And that's something I talked to uh, Chris about. And you know, we're, we're, as opposite as we you won't find more people more opposite than Chris and I, but we have so much in common. Mm. And, you know, one thing we always talked about it was the the idea of everybody's human. We just dress different, you right. know, and it, I feel like for me, when you look at the history of film and the films that are being made, you know, people don't care what race the people are, everyone gravitates to a great story. And the wonderful thing about it is I feel like this is a great story. You know, the the ghost is scary. You know, David does a great job. You know, Erica Ash is a great, wonderful movie wife. Awesome person. You know, I have two great kids. You know, Jennifer comes in and turns the whole thing on his head. Like it's just it's something for everybody, no matter what their background and race is. And it just it, it just works on every level.
0: A lot of your background and close to your heart is New Orleans, which is a notoriously uh, spooky town. A lot, a lot of talk of ghosts and spirits, etc. Now I know you to be an intelligent, rational man. Tell me, Anthony, you, you don't, you don't believe in this stuff. You don't believe?
1: You're out of your mind, yo! Of course I believe. You don't believe in ghosts? No, no. Come on, are you serious? No, I also don't believe You're in bigfoot. A lot I'm... of ridiculous things since I've known you. You don't believe in ghosts. <laughs>
0: I mean, what are we talking about? Get specific here. What We're are we saying?
1: We're talking about go- Ooh, ghosts. We're not talking about Casper. We're not talking about, damn, the State Puff Marshmallow Man or Slimer. We're talking about ghosts. What?
0: You have some experience in the matter? What do you got? What do you got? Give me some proof. Being
1: from, Atl- Being from New Orleans, I've seen some crazy shit. I've seen. I'm not talking scary. about your
0: drunken nights out on the town. <laughs> I don't
1: care. <laughs> I can't wait to get you in my car. I'm just saying... For me, (laughs) I've seen some very crazy, spooky things, man. And a lot of it just happened to be, like, my house was built in the 1860s. Right. So every now and then I hear, (laughs) upstairs. You go upstairs and there's nobody there. Like, I have a friend, one of my good friends from Brooklyn, right? He comes to New Orleans, he's like, yo, I'm going to stay at your crib. Because that's how dudes from Brooklyn talk. I'm like, I bet. (laughs) So (laughs) he stays at the crib so I come back later this dude has literally built a fort in the living room because he's afraid because he heard noises upstairs come on are you a superstitious guy
0: are you a superstitious guy generally like do you have like little
1: I'm I'm very superstitious I'm very superstitious like if I go to a football game I have to be there Five minutes before the game start, have everything ready in my seat. I have to be ready and prepared, either on my couch, in my seat, wherever, ready for the game. Because if I get there one second after they kick the ball, we lose. That's not superstition. That's just fact.
0: No, this is just about, like, gambling now. This is just about, like, I'm going to lose my bet, and I'm going to blame it on something external that has nothing to do with me. I'm your new psychiatrist. You know, ditch your psychiatrist, your team of psychiatrists, I'm guessing, and focus on Josh. I will help you
1: i'm just saying man when you think about it like the supernatural it's called the super natural
0: yeah it's called super. superman he's not a su- either he ain't there he's not real what do you talk what what, what is super this
1: natural so All you right. take the natural which is here now 3d bang bang then when yeah. you superfy that shit. Yes. <laughs>
0: All right, let's talk about important stuff, like the state (laughs) of the relationship of you, Sebastian, and Evans, which I'm trying to, you know, as you know, I've been trying to drive you guys apart for years now. And I put the challenge to you guys a while back, you and Sebastian, uh, to see who Evans would text back first, right? And then we discovered the postmortem was, no, 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 don't, don't gloat. We discovered you cheated. Evans told me you cheated.
1: Didn't cheat. You didn't say what to text him. You preyed upon
0: the innocence of poor Sebastian, sweet Sebastian, who wouldn't think, doesn't have like an evil bone in his body, like you. And you went dark. You went conniving.
1: There's a golfer named Jack, and he says, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't winning." (laughs) All right, that's all I'm gonna say. But I saw Chris. Chris was here shooting uh, something, and uh, I saw him two days ago. Man, he's he's turned into a. a a couch potato
0: what is he what what are you you talking about like he's gained 100 pounds what he's watching real housewives what is he doing like
1: a dude that stays at home and don't do nothing i'm like yo what we doing you want to go to dinner he's like uh i'm kind of making a kale salad and what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing him and sebastian they turned into old men this is,
0: look, post-Captain America, you got, look, you put a lot of miles on and then you want to take a rest. You want to sit back and eat only, a kale I'm salad.
1: Out I'm the only one outside. <laughs> They're not outside no more. I called Sebastian last week. I was like, yo, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm coming to New York. And he's like, well, you know, I, I just, I, I kind of have to, I'm working on this thing. And what are you doing? We outside.
0: All right. So, what what is the definition of we doing it at your at your elder statesman age with Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans? What does that entail?
1: <laughs> the, finding a nice neutral location, <laughs> having a great dinner, mm-hmm. laughing and joking about the good times. <laughs> See, now well, once we get outside, that's a oh. whole different conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, is the next gig? Okay, I, I'm out of focus. That's how excited I am. Um, is the next gig? Is the next gig for you? Look at this! I look at Barbara Walters filter on me. The next gig for you.
1: Wow, you are you. Know, you're I'm a ghost. A yeah, you exactly. Vein in your old age.
0: <laughs> okay, um, is the next gig Captain America? Is that the next shoot?
1: Yeah, that's in March.
0: All right, do they actually show you a script this time or are they just going to improvise this whole thing? What's what's happening? I
1: have not seen a script. I just think it's a lot of flying and, um, (laughs) yeah, a lot of flying and fighting. That's all I'm doing. But I'm going to curse a whole lot in this one.
0: Finally. Finally. NC17. Let's skip right past R and go unrated.
1: You have no idea. I'm going straight Wesley Snipes and Blade. I'm throwing every curse word in there.
0: So yeah, instead of I'm Captain America,
1: it's I'm. I'm Captain America, bitch.
0: <laughs> we no one would know how, printed, how to take that. Printed a billion dollars right there. I'm there. <laughs> the And the kids got to learn the naughty words at some point. So you know, the, kids,
1: the kids know naughty words that you don't know. They've made naughtier words for themselves. <laughs>
0: Okay, so no, so for the record, not that we can talk specifics because you haven't even seen the script, but no Evans this time around. We don't need Chris. He, we had his time. Is Sebastian gonna sneak? Is Sebastian gonna sneak
1: in there? Are we gonna let him in? I don't know. I don't, we're going to be shooting at the same time, so I think you know we're going to replace Chris with uh, a new member of the trio, and we're gonna we're we're Wait, gonna do it. Who's the new member? We're gonna have a new member of the trio. Chris is is going out to pasture. He's an old man now. (laughs) Is it Harrison Ford? Who who has
0: to? to, Here's my question. Who has to explain to Harrison Ford the history of the MCU?
1: Is that on you? (laughs) I I, want to, I think, you know what I've been thinking about? And I'm going to share this with you. I've never shared this before. Please. I think I'm going to try and pull some diva shit. Like I'm number one on Harrison Ford. What do you think? Good luck with that. God bless. I've done it before, but like come in on the first day and let everybody know this is my set and I'm the star. I don't care who you cast. I'm the man. What do you think?
0: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, no. What are you doing? (laughs) It's finally the Hollywood homicide reunion we've all been waiting for after all these years.
1: That's why I'm like, I finally get to work with Harrison Ford again. <laughs> I've been waiting on this moment, dude. I've been waiting on this moment.
0: Um, okay, well, one or two more things on this. I know you can't say much. But hey, is how
1: I, it, would yeah. you be if I go riding motorcycles on the weekends with Harrison Ford? No, I I
0: think that's I I want you to be happy. Go for it.
1: I I'm, have to do that, right? Yeah,
0: does he ride motorcycles, do you?
1: He's Harrison Ford. He does everything. <laughs>
0: yeah, sometimes they crash, too. You don't don't get in a plane with Harrison Ford.
1: Yo. He crashed a plane and walked away. The plane was never heard from again.
0: <laughs> Is, here's a semi-serious question. Isaiah Bradley, that's such a fascinating aspect of the story. Are we going to see more of that story told in this next one?
1: I don't know, dude. Okay. I have okay. Okay. a script. I, I okay. think, I, I don't know if the Isaiah storyline was finished with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, okay. Because it was kind of a finite end when him getting the, uh, the statue in the museum. Right. So I don't know if they're going to bring them back. I don't know.
0: Okay, but timeline wise, that's the yes, next. So this,
1: days. this is all I'm gonna tell you about Cap. I've had about four costume fittings, and the round brown is looking delicious in the spandex, baby. That's all I'm gonna say. Your Horowitz. That's all I'm gonna say. This is the first you know Marvel movie. This is the first
0: you know movie. I'm, I'm skipping. I'm good. You I think I'm, I'm good.
1: <laughs> Yay! The You're round like Make you as happy the round brown gonna make you as happy as peanut butter and jelly on a summer day baby you know what i'm talking about Mm, mm, mm. yep
0: you're just asking for it to go tighter little little less No you, no you, no, I, no
1: i mean i'm talking about straight like solo shots like as i go running by the camera's gonna be here right you know what i mean yeah
0: it's I'm like the whole it. batman nipple thing all over again but now it's yeah
1: that's yeah. it this time it's not about diameter it's about radius <laughs>
0: I want to talk to you guys about performance apparel and our sponsor this week, Viori, because guys, I have become so sick and tired of the traditional old workout gear. It's not comfortable. It's not functional. It doesn't look good. That's where Viori comes into play. Everything is designed to work out in, but it doesn't look or feel like it. It's so comfortable. It's probably... I guarantee actually it's more comfortable than whatever you're wearing right now. Plus it's versatile, it works with any activity, running, training, swimming, yoga, whatever you do, Viore works for you. And Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint. I love that about this company. They're also reducing and offsetting 100% of their plastic footprint from 2019 and beyond. They're utilizing better sustainable materials for their products, empowering your best active life. And again, guys, it's versatile. It's comfortable. It's designed to look great in your everyday life. Yes, outside the gym, this stuff looks amazing on you. So get in on it right now. This is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, Viore is offering 20% off your first purchase. That's right. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com. Slash HSC. That's V U O R I dot com slash HSC. Not only will you receive twenty percent off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over seventy five dollars and free returns. Go to viori slash HSC and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. I don't know why I bothered to be serious, but let's talk a a little (laughs) bit about, we talked a little bit about the ambitions of the career and the evolution over the years, but here's a question for you. I don't know if I've ever asked is, do you remember when you had the um, luxury of starting to say no to roles? And was that a big shift for you? Because, you know, the impulse at the first is like, give me more, give me more. I'll take it. I'll take it. But that's got to be a bit of a a shift. No,
1: no, not at all. Because from the beginning, I've always had the the ability and the luxury to say no, like we, um, I mean, you know, my team, I've had a great team for the past 22 years and, you know, it was always that thing of, instead of trying to be the, the lead of Star Trek, let's get you small roles and build on that, build on right. that. So the more you build, you know, the bigger those roles become to where, when you get one of those major roles, you know what to do, you know how to handle yourself on set, you know how to work. you know so it was always the idea of saying no 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 but you know taking those small roles as as they came and independent roles independent film was basically the you know the the ushering uh, uh, and and the birth of my career you know if it wasn't for brother to brother if it wasn't for half nelson if it wasn't for so many movies i mean hurt locker was the independent movie you know there were so many independent movies i did night catches us so on and so forth those are the movies that really propelled my career forward
0: because it gave you more of an opportunity because it wasn't Denzel's best friend it wasn't that kind of thing
1: exactly it's uh, it's like you're not up there trying to hit a home run with against the best pitcher in the world you know it's, your on base percentage is way higher just it, just being invited to the party yeah you know I did two scenes in *Manchurian Canada, candidate not because it was money or because it was Denzel but because I wanted to work with Jonathan Demi. yeah You know, so those type of things are very, very important when building your resume and your career, because I can say, yeah, man, you know, I remember Jonathan Demme. I I can say, yeah, I did a movie with Harrison Ford 20 years ago. Right. Even though I had an amazing role that was cut down to two scenes (laughs) well it is that kind
0: of thing where like when finally the opportunities catch up to the talent you're you're ready you're ready to deliver you're not you're you're kind of you're learning your craft not in secret but kind of on the periphery where people aren't watching preparation
1: meets opportunity and you're ready and you know my teacher always used to tell me be bad in class but you don't want to be bad on film because film is the only medium when you're bad you're bad forever yep Right. So if you got two scenes, if you got three scenes, if you got one scene where you walk in and go, "Is Spider-Man cut. Can you just (laughs) say it normal? Bet is Spider-Man cut like you don't want to do that. But if you do that with that one line, you have the opportunity to come back with another role and another role and another role and make up for
0: it. Did the did, though, the ambitions kind of like match the like, were you frustrated at, at a certain point or did you feel like you were always progressing? You were always moving at the right pace.
1: I was. I, I was never... Like
0: frustrated. before Hurt Locker, for instance. Before Hurt Locker, which is clearly a transitional point, I would say, right? You, it's got to change the, the profile.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, no, just checking, just checking, making sure. Because sometimes from I the mean, outside in, it looks one way and you I never know. I got to hug
1: Tom Hanks, yeah. <laughs> it's all we I can drink George for. Clooney's whiskey, yeah. <laughs>
0: so if I talk to you prior, like the year or two before I went Hurt Locker. To
1: Madonna's Oscar party, i get Serena it williams <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it changed a few things why are you still even t- bothering to talk to me <laughs> it's amazing um so but okay so prior to that slew of amazingness yeah. where were you at were you happy prior to hurt locker or did you feel I like you were ready
1: because i was so naive i was just excited about the idea of working Like when I came out of school, you know, it wasn't like Juilliard was the hot, fast place to go pick up actors. You know, that happened after our class. Before our class, people weren't really working coming out of school. You would go do Poughkeepsie Shakes, or you would go do Alabama Shakes, or you would go do the Shakespeare Theater in DC, but you weren't jumping off like with major projects coming out of school. That would happen 10, 15, 20 years later, you know? So our class was really the first class where Lee Pace, you know, Tracy Toms, Brian Cogman wrote Game of Thrones. You know, we had a, a group of people who came out of school and hit it yeah, big, you know, then the, the other ones came and jumped on, you know, our coattail. But we really had the opportunity to come out of school to work, so our work kind of You know, the more people would work, the more people would build. And it was never an opportunity of, oh, I'm going to be the next Denzel. It's like, no, I'm working. Yeah. You know, so it was more so just about working.
0: How many how many times over the years on a set have you broken out the, you know, I went to Juilliard line?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I never that's never been my go to, but people always throw it at me.
0: Right. Oh, (laughs) Mr. Juilliard, I get it. Oh, that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what is like, a pet? What you know, it, I mean, it's only the second hardest school in America to get into. But whatever. I digress. I digress. <laughs> you know? What is a pet,
0: What is a pet peeve on set at this point? What gets under your skin?
1: Uh pet peeve on set. You know, it, it's. Mm, I would say, which is crazy, Uh waiting. Waiting drives me. When they say we're ready on set. I put my cigar down, I go in the set, and we wait 20 minutes. I'm like, man, I could have been outside enjoying the air. Right. You know, it's just that. Or when people try to dictate to you what they think your celebrity is worth. Oh. That bothers me.
0: Wait, wait, go on. Explain explain that one to me. Give me an example. Like
1: this. Prime example. Okay. If, um, If celebrity of your choice, if The Rock is on set, Oh my god, Dwayne's on set. Get right. him Pellegrino, not Fiji. Oh my god, he <laughs> eats sliced turkey. And I'm there, and I can't mm-hmm. even get no Fanta's water. And like we both out there sweating. <laughs> we both out there working. So you going to tell me that his fame is worth more than my fame? Right. Now we got to fight. Cuz you know right. I'm not past, you know, the F word.
0: So, <laughs> well, and Yeah. And and the whole nature of the medium, look, you're on it together. And when you start to stratify and you start to, once you, once you're doing the work, it's like, I mean, going back to, we were were laughing about Harrison Ford. The notorious thing about him is like, he'll pick up the chair and move it. He'll help. He's all about just getting it done. Like
1: 100%. And that's what's so dope about. And that's why I'm so excited about working with him, you know, because Sam Jackson taught me a lot, like from afar, three of my earliest movies were with Sam Jackson. And because of that, my, my set etiquette is a d- complete replica of Sam Jackson. Like he literally was my work dad. He yeah. taught me everything about the business from afar. And every now and then I'd ask him a question and he'd give me one of his answers, shut up motherfucker. And I, I would take that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but literally when you see me on set, it is, it is a dis- direct representation of how Sam Jackson moved and operated with this business like with class and you know ease yeah. people went the extra mile for him just because he was a cool dude
0: are you do you subscribe to the same thing he's told me over the years like the whole thing of like give me different versions of a of a take he's just like no 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 because he's been screwed too many times in the edit where he's like he's gonna do it the way he does it always Always,
1: yep. because a director will tell you, all right, well, you know, let's do it again. We can the way you want to do it. We do it once and then we'll do it over. And they'll never use that. Right. They'll never use that right. at all, because they have an idea of how it's going to work. Now, you look like an idiot. It comes out. Everybody hates it. And then you're like, well, he directed me to do that. But yeah. the average person don't go to a movie and say the director sucks. No, <laughs> the average person goes to a movie and say, you suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a little hurt in all our years. The person you revealed your Star Wars obsession to wasn't me, I think it was James Corden. I I had no idea you were a Boba Fett nerd that you just-
1: Yo, when I heard they would do it, this is the one and only time I called my agent and my manager and said, it's gonna be a problem, was when I heard they were doing the Mandalorian. I was like, yo, now, I ain't gonna make this no conversation. I ain't gonna get on no I'm star type shit. I ain't gonna yell at y'all, but we need we need to, come on, come on. I am the best. I, I have the helmet. I can literally show up in my costume from my house, ready to shoot.
0: What is it about that character or those kinds of the what what, what what was so exciting for you? I mean, as a kid, those were the most exciting, mysterious, that character. So,
1: well, you just never knew why or what or right. how. Like there was something so unique about the way he moved through that universe that no one else could 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 um could emulate. You right. know, like right. I always wanted to be Lando. Like growing up, my nickname was Lando. Like that's what <laughs> I made people call me. You know, but the the Mandalorian. <laughs> and the reason he. Wait a he second, did- When
0: you make other people call you that, is that really a nickname? You're like, this is my nickname You have to call me this. Nickname. <laughs>
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. When okay. I go out, you know how when when girls go out, they have a fake name they give out at the club. Right. right. My fake name to this day is Lando.
0: <laughs> Checking oh, into Ms. hotels under Lando Calrissian. That's amazing. No, no, yeah.
1: no. Uh, you know, Lando Mackey.
0: <laughs> okay, I sorry. I I derailed that. So that was the dream. Did you get a meeting? Did you get any conversation? Have you ever met with the Lucas folks, the nah. Star Wars folks?
1: What? No, I was working while they were set to shoot. So I wasn't available.
0: Is that is that real? Like you like you could have had a conversation? You were just working?
1: That's real. I wasn't available. Okay, so, so now at this I'm point. trying to get one of those roles in the background where right. they're doing the thing and I take off my helmet and go, that was a long flight." <laughs> That's it. That's all I want is one C. I I just want everybody to know that I was okay. one of. Them. That's Got all. Got it.
0: Okay, we can make that happen, I think. Today's episode of Happy, Sad, Confused is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Are you guys like me? Do you feel kind of a buzz when you find a deal? Do you feel smart? Do you feel lucky? What about when you're surprised by a deal? Does it feel like you're getting a treat for free? Well, thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes, it's a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Okay, how does it work? Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds. Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll find the prices drop. I know from experience, guys, I've just gone through this Valentine's Day, my niece's birthday, I had to get gadgets and clothing and gifts, and Honey was there for me. And Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out, guys. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting happy, sad, confused. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com HSC. That's joinhoney.com HSC. looking ahead to the dozens of projects uh you shot twisted metal
1: shot twisted metal in a can
0: okay so you, you're you're drafting off if last of us can become a cultural phenomenon where's ours another video game adaptation this is a different kind of thing though this is a different this thing.
1: is a different kind of thing twisted metal i can honestly say is unlike anything you've ever seen before it's um it's ridiculously exciting and uh stephanie beatrice is in it And the two of us, I mean, I have I've never seen oil and water uh, work so unwell together before and then (laughs) fuse so perfectly together by the end. Um, It's just fun, man. And we got, you know, it's it's just the the cast like Samoa Joe is in this dude. And if you've ever met this dude. (laughs) So he's not an actor, right, but he's a wrestler. So we have this scene. Well, me and him, we going at it. He just has to like slam me into the wall. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we go up to the wall and I'm like, like that? And they're like, yeah, cool. All right, like that? Yeah, cool. All right, action. Wow! (laughs) So I get up and you know, if it was anybody else, I'm like, yo, we got to fight. I get up and I'm like, don't do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can we have a little talk? Because the next time you do that, I can never right.
1: have children have or be Captain photo? America again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm on concussion <laughs> protocol.
0: <laughs> yeah, Marvel like you would not be happy about that. Are you a video game guy? Are you? Do you play I'm games not. Or did you? I'm
1: yeah. an old school. See, my problem is this: I like the old school games, but from what I learned, my son told me PlayStation, Xbox, they're more gamer games, right? Than mm-hmm. like old. Sc- I'm more like a Pac-Man, a Frogger. Uh, Dig Dug, uh, Asteroid. (laughs) I'm more like that. You know what I mean?
0: You're speaking my language. I got you. Yeah.
1: So I don't get why, like, if I want to download Frog, like, Frogger is one of my favorite games, (laughs) and it's literally a cube frog (laughs) trying to get through traffic. That's all it is.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Dig Dug is going to be a billion dollar franchise.
1: I want to make the Dig Dug movie. (laughs) What is the
0: plot of the Dig Dug? No. (laughs) <laughs> Vito. Vito. When are we going to get you in the director's chair? And it sounded like you were getting close. Is, the, is, it, is well, it too much would, going on right uh, now?
1: I've been working on the uh, Claudette Calvin movie. Um, and hopefully, knock on wood, we'll be able to do that at the end of this year. Because yeah. uh, she's a, a national treasure. And, you know, I want my sons to be able to uh, hear and see and learn that story. So hopefully, you know, this year we'll be able to knock it out once we finish the um, CA.
0: Are you still attached to the the Priyanka Chopra Jonas movie uh, ending things? I'm just curious yeah. on that one.
1: Is Priyanka. Yes, yes. So I'm curious because I got to do a movie with her.
0: I got to say a buddy old buddy of mine. This was an MTV writer. Kevin Sullivan wrote the script to that. I'm so happy for you.
1: Well, yeah. your old buddy Anthony Mackie rewrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
0: The bones were there, right?
1: The bones right. were there. It was a great car. It just needed a new engine. Hey, that's okay.
0: That's a, a Teamwork, like we said. Like we that's said. It.
1: That's all you can ask.
0: Oh, buddy. Okay. So we have a ghost for folks that tuned out of the podcast 25 minutes ago. (laughs) uh, Great new film on Netflix. Um, It it works in all the ways you want something like this to work. It's, you know, whether you grew up with Beetlejuice or Ghostbusters, it's it's fun.
1: Eight night movie. Like if you and your girl just post it up, you can turn it on and it's fun. If if you're with your kids and you want to have a movie that'll spark a conversation, but make you laugh and cry, it works. If you're just on the couch chilling, you know, it works. It's just a fun, easy going family movie without all the cheese and cornball ish yeah. with some really good actors. That's all I got to say. I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying.
0: You managed to, to make David Harbour uh, I don't know how much money you paid him to change his look like that. The man was like uh, courting all these fans as like the sexy dad bod. And now he looks like the bowler from hell. Like, I don't what happened, There's you
1: know, a that beats a middle aged comb over. <laughs> and when he came on set, I was like, yo, the comb over is fire.
0: He embraced dad, it.
1: He that. No, I, I love that man to do that. I would I would straight <laughs> up like comb over to the back like a swirl. Like right. girls used to have them like finger waves. Mm-hmm. I would take my comb over and bring it in the finger waves.
0: I can't wait as we as our relationship continues in the decades to come. Once my hair goes in the coma, over...
1: I'm going to bring you to the hood so you can see. Fa- I'm, I'm going to get your hair finger waves. <laughs> oh, I feel like, shit.
0: I feel like if, if you die first, you're going to be the ghost that haunts me. That's that's my incentive.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's my ghost tie into this whole thing. Um Buddy, it's always good to see you. Thank you for the laughs, as always. Everybody, check out the new movie. You, uh, and I do hope to see you in person one of these days soon.
1: I hope so. Sometime soon. We got to go Thank to the gym, you. work out together. You're looking smitely.
0: I don't believe you, but okay.
1: You running or working out? What are you doing?
0: I'm doing both, actually. I'll send you my workout tips. You need it, obviously. You
1: made your diet? What are you eating? I did. How many calories Di- are you
0: Di- We're doing the macros. We're looking at the macros. We're looking at the, looking at the protein. We're cutting down on everything. How many calories are you eating? How many should I be eating? What do you? What do you what I do you don't do
1: you know. You look give me one tip.
0: Give me one tip. Give me one tip.
1: One tip
0: to go to the next know, level in my nutrition.
1: I don't know what you're doing.
0: Okay, I'm going to send you my list. They're, they're they're begging me to leave. I'm going to send you my my uh, my diet, and you tell me what to do.
1: <laughs> Poop three times a day.
0: Only when I think of you. That's it. Okay.
1: And always drink your water hot in the morning, like take a big glass of water, put it on your bedside table at night, get it room temperature and drink it. It's gonna, bruh, go straight to the bathroom.
0: We ended classy.
1: It's nature's lube. Gotta go. Uh, Anthony Mackey, we have a ghost.
0: See you bud. <laughs> See you later. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused.